Welcome back to God's Pathway to Life for You. Today we're talking about the book of John. Hey, thanks for returning to the podcast. Today we're talking about the book of John. Before I get started, I'd like to say my prayer. Lord, Father in heaven, please hear my prayer. Please help us to truly understand your word, to let your word live in our hearts every day, to guide us, to comfort us, to redirect us, to conform us into your son's image. All this I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, uh, last time we got together, we were talking about Matthews 28. And so we finished Matthews, and it took us seven months to get through Matthews. So, wow, I appreciate you hanging in there with me. Okay, remember last time I told you about Derek Cornelia, a young man that does the Facebook videos? Okay, well, I got his permission to show you what it looks like, what it sounds like, because you can't see it, to sound like what it, what it sounds like for a young Christian to share the Word of God. You, we're not master Bible theologists or theologians or been to seminary school. We're just young Christians that want to get the Word of God out there to share it with how it's changed our lives. And so this is uh, Derek's videos. Uh, and oh yeah by the way he uh, interacted with his co-worker before he started recording and his co-worker told him that he had to go to the hospital because his daughter was uh, wasn't breathing and so uh, he's got that on his mind right before he starts the video so uh, just a little back note okay so here's the video everyone sorry I, I had a live up a second ago but I had to talk to one of my co-workers and I'm, uh, I feel, yeah, I feel kind of bad for him. Um, his daughter stopped breathing and there. The ambulance is on the way to the house. So he had to leave. Um, so if you guys could pray for his family, I would really, really appreciate that. Um, I guess his daughter has multiple complications, medical complications. So it's not a, it's not a really good situation. So I hope everything turns out okay with him. Um, and I, I don't want to give his name because I don't know if he would want if he would want all of his business out there like that but just, just know that there's someone out there that needs prayer so if you guys could pray for him I'd really appreciate that um, anyway that was kind of wild um, I was going to go over what I was doing my study in today um, a little bit sidetracked but uh Man, that's just terrible. Um, anyway, I did my study over Genesis 34 today. And um, <clears throat> basically what Genesis 34 talks about is I, I did want to read it, but it's, it's a lot to read. And uh, I'm not the greatest reader. So I don't want to hurt you guys' ears with that. So if you do have your Bible or maybe you have an app on your phone where you can look it up if you don't have your Bible with you. It's Genesis 34, just read the whole chapter. Um, but basically what it talks about is uh, Jacob and his two sons and his daughter. And then it talks about um, Hamor and then his son, Shimelech. And basically what happens is, is that Shimelech um, defiles Jacob's daughter. Um, which I interpret that as like rape or molestation or something like that. It wasn't consensual and it wasn't, you know, wasn't wanted. But <clears throat> basically what happens is, is that she gets defiled. And then later on in the chapter, Jacob's two sons 
um, basically just go lay waste to all the men in the village. And as a father, my fleshly side, I'm, you know, pumping my fist like, yeah, I, I would do that too. I'd be so mad and I'd be so, you know, having two daughters of my own, that would really upset me. <laughs> that would get me going. But we have to remember that God sent his only son to die for even them. Now, we just have to remember that we can't take, the lesson I learned in that is that we can't take justice into our own hands. As badly as we want to, we can't. We are not at a point, you know, we, we can't do, you know, take justice in our own hands just for the sake of taking justice in our own hands because we're mad. Um, we have to grit our teeth and pray to God and let God handle that because we've all done something worth getting, you know, smacked around before, you know, we're not, we're not innocent. So we, that, you know, that's also goes to like, you know, you should always be kind to people, no matter who they are, what they are, anything. You should always be kind to people because you don't know what they're going through for one, and for two, we've all done something for someone to look at us and like, what is your problem? We've all done something. Everybody's different, everybody's probably done something different, but in the ways of sin, God views all sin the same. You know, stealing a pencil at work is just as bad as murder in God's eyes. A sin is a sin is a sin. You know, every any sin that you commit will always make you fall short of the glory of God. Uh, so that that's just one little lesson that I take from that today. And uh, I hope you guys read it and can get something from that. And uh, Please, please, please pray for my, my coworker. You know, he's um, he's very concerned about this, about his daughter. She's had some medical problems. So um, please, please just pray for him and hope everything turns out okay for him. All right, thanks for joining, guys. Have a great day. See ya. What a great video. I mean, just in five minutes, you can share the Word of God, get it out there, share your Bible study with somebody, just a little bit of information, get it out there, change your, you know, the world around you to make it a little better place if you're, you know, because the people you have influence on, you know, and, and, and change their minds and change some hearts out there with the Word of God because Jesus' Word will not return to him void. His Word is powerful. And with that, let's get in the book of John. In the beginning was the Word, Jesus, and the Word was with God. Jesus was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is God. And the same was in the beginning with God. 
and all things were made by him, and without him was nothing made that was made. So everything was made by Jesus. In him was life. In Jesus there's life. And the life was the light of the men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. They could understand what Jesus was. They couldn't understand it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came witness for a witness to bear witness of the light, Jesus, that all men through him might believe. He was not the light. He was not Jesus. But he was sent to bear witness of the light, Was came to bear witness of Jesus, that the light was true, that Jesus was true, which lights every man that comes into the world. He was not in the world. Jesus is not of this world. And the world was made by him, though. And the world knew him not. So the world doesn't know Jesus. He came into his own, and his own received him not. When he came to the Jewish people, they would not receive him. But as many as received to him, he gave them power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed on him in his name. That's you. Which were born not of blood, nor of will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. See, your salvation, your desire to know God doesn't come from you, which is not born, not of blood, nor of will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. You have God's will in you because God placed that in you. So if you're listening to this podcast, that's because God placed it on your heart to listen to this podcast because he's trying to help you out. And the word was made flesh. Jesus was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory and the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him and cried, saying, This is he of whom I speak. He that comes after me is preferred before me, for, for he was before me. Jesus always existed. He existed before John. He existed before the world. He made everything. And of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace. Because of his fullness, because of Christ's fullness, we have received grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. No man can see God at any time. Only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he has declared him, Christ, God has declared Christ as, the, as, the, as Christ, as God, as Messiah, as Jesus. This is the record of John. When the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? And he confessed and denied, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prop, that prophet? And he answered, No. Then said they to him, Who are you? That we may give an answer to them that sent us. So they want to find out. You know, we've been sent down here. What do we say to these people that sent us? What say to you of yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. As said the prophet Isaiah, 
and they which were sent were sent of the Pharisees. So the ones that sent this 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 uh, this people to question him were the Pharisees. That who sent these people. They asked him and said to him, "Why baptize you then, if you not be that Christ?" Because there was a lot of Christ running around at that time. But when they say that Christ, they're talking about the Messiah, the one that was prophesied. Nor Elijah, nor that prophet. And John answered him, saying, I baptize with water. But there stands one among you who will, whom you not know. He is who's coming after me. It's preferred before me, whose shoes latch it, whose shoestrings I'm not worthy to unloosen. These things were done in Bethrada, beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. The next day, John sees Jesus coming to him and says, Behold, the Lamb of God, which takes away the sins of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man which is preferred before me, for he was before me. Christ always existed. He is preferred before me. I am the lesser. That's what he's saying. I knew him not, but that he should be made manifest, made visible to Israel. Therefore, I come baptizing with water. And John bore record saying, I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove and abode upon Jesus. And I knew him not. But he that sent me to baptize with water, God sent me to baptize with water. The same said to me, God said to me, upon whom you shall see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, the same as he which shall baptize with the Holy Spirit. So when you see a dove come and descend in the Holy Spirit, dwell on Jesus and live with Christ and embody Christ, then know that this is the one that baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I saw on board record that this is the Son of God. And again, the next day after John stood and two of his disciples, so he's standing over there looking around and looking upon Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold, look, here comes the Son of God, the Lamb of God. So John is leaning up against the wall. Him and his disciples are hanging out over there. Jesus comes walking by, and John says, Look, he, behold, the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Right away, they left and started following Jesus. Then Jesus turned, saw them, and followed him, and said to him, What seek you? They said to him, Rabbi, which is said to be an interpreted master, where dwell you? They asked him, where, is, where are you living? He said to them, Come and see. And they came and saw where he dwelt, where he was staying, and abode with him, and they stayed with him for that day. And it was about the 10th hour, so it was 4 p.m. in the afternoon. One of the two, which heard John spoke and followed him, was Andrew, Simon's Peter's brother. So it was Andrew, Simon's Peter's brother. So it was Peter's brother, Andrew. He first finds his own brother, Simon. And he says to him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. So Andrew went and found his brother, Peter, and said, Look, man, we found Christ. He's walking among us. And he brought him to to Jesus. And when Jesus beheld him, he said, You are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas, which is being interpreted a, a stone. The day following, 
Jesus would go forth into Galilee and find Philip and say to him, follow me. Now Philip was of Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. So he was in that town that those guys were in. Philip finds Nathanael and says to him, We have found him, one of whom Moses and the law and the prophets did write of, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathanael, in a sarcastic way, says to him, Is there anything good that comes out of Nazarene? And Philip said to him, Come, let's see. And Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said to him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, and in whom, in whom is no deceit. Nathanael, say, Nathanael said to him, From where you know me? So where do you know me from? And Jesus answered and said, Before Philip called you, you were under the fig tree, and I saw you. And Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you truly are the Son of God. You are the King of, of Israel. And Jesus answered, said to him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, you believed? You shall see greater things than these things. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, Hereafter you shall see heaven open, and the angels of God descending and ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Wow. 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 <laughs> that was John chapter 1. I mean, wow. Wow. I mean, wow. That's all I could say. I mean, that's, some, that's just some powerful stuff. I mean, Christ comes down. I mean, he's getting baptized. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit descends on Christ like a, like a dove. John witnesses all this. John is told that all this will happen. John points him out as he comes in. Look, there goes the Lamb of God. I mean, wow. He starts calling. He's uh, calling all his uh, uh, apostles, finding them, calling them, getting them ready to go. I mean, wow. So that that's John chapter 1. I mean, I can only imagine what we're going to get into with these next few chapters. Okay, I'd like you to sign up for the uh, prayer list today. And if you'd like, leave, a, leave me an email. I'll send you a sticker. Okay, if you'd like to uh, start your own prayer list, uh, write names and people that you love and care about, and to keep track of them, pray for them, put down when God answered prayer for them, put down when they need a prayer and what the prayer is needed for. So keep track of your prayer list, add names to it daily. Remember, build your prayer list because the only way to fix things in your life is to find other people, other Christian people, or other people with those problems in their life and pray about them, and God will fix the things in your life. Okay, now i got the prayer of salvation I like to say. Now remember, the prayer of salvation is your statement of, is your statement of faith to you know, get in to be a Christian. A statement of faith, you know, this doesn't say it's salvation comes from God. You're just admitting that you're a broken person, that you you deny God, that you you know that you live the worldly life, and that you you know you find out that all that comes to an end. I mean, if you're depressed and loneliness and sad, all that can be cured with the Word of God. I'm I'm really serious. And the way to cure all the depression, loneliness, sadness, anger, hostility, the only way to cure all that is to put in your head. The word of God, because when your Bible knowledge and your godly knowledge starts outweighing 
the worldly knowledge that you put in your head, your life will get better. You'll, you'll start to get the peace that God has talked about in the Bible. So remember, the only way to do that is to take in the Word of God so you can push out that worldly knowledge and start to scale to be more godly knowledge and less worldly knowledge. And then your salvation, man, it, it just, it's just a great. It's just the greatest life you can have. You're still going to have life problems. Your life problems are still not going to go away. They're still going to want you to pay your electric bill. Just because you're a Christian, the electric bill doesn't go away. Uh, cops speeding, you get you caught for speeding. Yeah, you're, you're still got to pay that ticket. I mean, you're still going to have life problems, but you, could, you have a choice now. You can respond in the Spirit with the Holy Spirit, or you can respond in the flesh. So, you know, it's best to respond in the spirit because it's environmental beneficial. And plus, how are you leaving the people you interact with? Are you leaving the people you interact with with peace and joy in their heart? Or are you leaving leaving people that you interact with with anger and hostility and, and angerness? Remember, love everybody and try to live and respond in the spirit and love everybody because we're, if they knew better, if they had Christian knowledge and if they knew better, they wouldn't be doing those terrible things that they do. So you can turn away from the world, turn away from all that, turn to Jesus, look for the salvation from God because it comes from God and nothing that you can do. But it all starts with a simple statement of faith. And here we go. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I am a sinner, that my sins separate me from you. I need your forgiveness. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins and God raised you from the dead. I choose today by faith to invite you into my heart to take control of my life, to be my Lord and Savior. I willingly choose to turn from the sin because I'm free from it now, to turn to you because... Please forgive me of all my sins. Wash me clean. Give me a home in heaven with you when I die. Change me and make me a new person. Help me now live for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, man. Repent means to turn away and to feel sorry for it. you got to have a repentative life. And, and get all that worldly crap out of your head and fill it with Bible knowledge and Bible love and Bible knowledge and understanding. And, and God will bless you for it and your life will change. Okay, I invite you to church on Facebook Live Sunday morning, 11 Central Standard Time. Again, 6.30 Sunday night at Wednesday night at 7 p.m. And if you do come, would you put in the comment section that you're from the podcast. And it's real simple to go to church with me. You can do it on Facebook Live. Like I said, just go to South Heights Baptist Church, Sepulpa, Oklahoma. You'll find it. There's also a link in the description. Everything I got it all taken care of. Look in the detailed description box. You can find my church. You can... Find the videos. It's great. He's a good pastor. Todd W. White is a good pastor. Okay, I'm asking if you'd like to donate to the church, uh, South Heights Baptist Church. There's now a donate link on the website, godspathwaytolife.faith. There's a clickable link in the detailed description box for this podcast. Check out the detailed description box for all links and email information. Okay, that's all I have to say for today. Remember to say something nice to somebody you don't know because God said we're all strangers too and he loved us. So your friend in Christ, Dave. Bye. I love y'all. Bye.